today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, London, Ontario, uh, swimming pools remove signs banning kids over the age of three from opposite sex change rooms. Uh, they are uh, backtracking on signage that was placed outside of change rooms at municipal pools that say uh, that children over the age of three cannot be in the bathroom uh, of their opposing gender. Some parents were upset about that, saying uh, this is all a security issue uh, for them. I want to bring Theo Sellis in, a registered family therapist, president of Integrity Works, good friend of this program. Theo, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you, Jamie, and thanks for calling me a friend. Yeah, very well, kind of you. It's <laughs> very warm greeting. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Theo, um, so this story about uh, signs and pools and people getting uncomfortable is this a symptom of something bigger? Like, is is everything, you know, for years and years and years, decades, people have been doing this. They've been taking their, you know, if a, if a woman has her little boy or son with her and she's got to, you know, use the rest facility or he does, then she's, chances are, is going to take that boy into the ladies' room to attend to him. Right, and it's been the same with little girls and their fathers. What's wrong with that? I don't know what's wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, you got me there. But um, have things changed? I mean, obviously, uh, one of the things that's changed is that people have had this whole question of gender and sex called into question in terms of whether or not we should have different facilities or universal facilities. Some people feel off-putted by that, and you use the word. Uh, uncomfortable. Uh, we're also living in a culture where, you know, when you moment you feel com- uncomfortable about something, then you immediately have to take to social media and form a crusade. So, uh, and everyone's deploying around to make sure people aren't feeling uncomfortable. And we have to understand with progress, with um, extending rights that people have, there are going to be some changes as well. And that is going to constitute some discomfort for people who ordinarily haven't felt comfortable. And yep. so the whole whole move towards, you know, universal bathrooms, for instance, um, is going to lead some people, and I've seen in some of the comments that people have made around these things, they say, well, that's just weird. I don't know how I feel about that. That's just kind of, I'm not used to that. That's not normal. And so that's part of the growth that people have to um, open up to, that they are going to be challenged to step outside of what they're usually comfortable with and think about other people and their needs a little bit more. I'll tell you what I, I tell you what I think it is at the, the base route, and you can you know jump in, obviously. I, I, I think this has got a lot to do, it's a hunch, with, with people uh, increasingly isolating themselves, meaning not that using a public washroom was a social event by any means, but... Um, you know, it, it, people want more and more privacy. We're a more and more private society. We we don't want anybody in our business. We don't want anybody around our business. And that includes, you know, change room, washroom uh, business. You're starting to see, even even in men's rooms, you know, you'd see, go into a men's room and you'd see a lineup of, of urinals on a, on a wall. Well, now it's almost always you go in now and you see you, you've got these little walls up between the urinals to to add privacy. Um, you've got the advent of these family washrooms uh, in malls and at rest stops and, and that kind of thing. Are, is this a symptom of uh, or a sign that we are increasingly wanting to silo ourselves? 
I don't know. I, I have not honestly. We're shy. I have not, I have not thought of it in those terms. I'm. I. 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 I really not sure that that's necessarily the case. I'd, I'd have to think about it a little bit more. I. You know. I. I do think that the continued sort of, you know, discomfort people have around the issue about uh, who's in the washroom with us mm-hmm. still is based on some really misguided notions around what are all the possible things that could go wrong. Like, what is it that you are actually worried about happening? What what, do you, what are you protecting yourself or other people right. from? Yeah. And, and so what's that all about, and what, and what does that tell you about your assumptions? And so uh, there's really no evidence that suggests that there's any risk to you personally if someone comes into the washroom that looks differently than how you would expect someone to look in this, be in the same washroom as you. And, and part of that also is the continued confusion between what constitutes sex and gender. So right. on the poster that was put up, they talked about opposite sex. And then on their Facebook, the City of London's Facebook page, they referred to it as opposite gender. It's very, it can, speaks to this continued sort of misconception about what these things are, and, uh, and, and it speaks to the need of education for that. Because you can't, there's no way that you can prevent safeguards someone coming in who somehow from the opposite gender, there's no way of knowing what gender that person is, gender, by looking at them. You can't, I mean, it might be some clues, but at the same time, you don't know what gender is because gender is a personally held uh, experience of what it's like for that particular person. We typically think of sex as more of the biological characteristics of people as opposed to the more, this is what it's like for me, this is who I feel like I am. And so I think a lot of this still sort of is rooted in misinformation and, and, and uh, just kind of going with biases as opposed to educating themselves. And that's that's going to be a, a, a sharp incline, that uh, road to understanding and, and being educated, is it not, Theo? I mean, there this is... Um this is a tough one. We don't do we don't do well. We haven't done well historically with you know educating people on even differences between men and women, uh, let alone uh, you know people who have spe- very specific uh, gender identifications uh, that need to be understood and respected. That we're we're living in pretty um, pretty confusing times to to a lot of people, and 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 how do you tackle that within uh, that education that you so rightfully point out needs to be done within the um, infrastructure of communication and education that we currently have here in Canada. Yeah, and you know, and it's kind of sad because there's no end to information that is available to people about this. I mean, all you have to do is do a quick Google search and, you know, you know, Google some of the terms that are that are used. If you want to Google the difference between gender and sex, for instance, Google it, and you'll find all kinds of great information, all kinds of great links. And uh, um, and so part of the reason, I think, though, is that we still have these sort of issues. We still have, you know, we still have body, uh, nudity, physicality, sexuality intertwined with morality, and there's certain things we're supposed to be able to talk about and certain things we just don't, and some things just have to be kept private and and some people are immoral if they don't believe the same things and all that kind of stuff. So we have to kind of challenge ourselves a little bit to be more open-minded and to challenge our, challenge our biases a little bit and, and really understand the experience of some of the people that are saying, look, um, you know, we've been excluded for a very long period of time, and, and we are the ones that are at risk. You're not at risk. The majority of people aren't at risk. The people who are trying to be included are much more at risk from the people who have traditionally 
and saying, well, this is what I'm comfortable with. And so we just need to really challenge ourselves a little bit more to, to be a little bit more open-minded and see, sort of see where our biases are. All right. Theo Sellis, registered family therapist, president of Integrity Works. Thank you so much for being with us here uh, today, as always, to uh, put some uh, insight out on the table on, on some of these issues that, uh, that come up. Really appreciate it. You're welcome, Jamie. Take, Take care. care. Bye-bye. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.